6.30. When it comes to helping everyday Americans out, Senator Kelly Leffler says... We have to provide relief to Americans because Democrats have locked our country down. They've played politics with this moment and refused to pass relief month after month after month. And then Nancy Pelosi and Bernie Sanders have admitted that they did that uh, because of the election. They played politics. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is expressing her sadness about the death of a Louisiana congressman-to-be. The California Democrat says she extends sympathy to the family of Luke Letlow. We're so sad. 41 years old, coronavirus, blood clot, complication. Could happen to anyone. You're listening to USA Radio News. Newsmax TV is exploding and everyone's talking about it. Now a survey finds that 30 million Americans are watching Newsmax TV all the time. Millions are turning off Fox and President Trump says he loves Newsmax. So watch it and make sure you vote in Newsmax's national poll asking about President Trump conceding the election. It takes a minute. Just text the word NORTH to 39747 and vote instantly. President Trump wants to know your opinion. So text NORTH to 39747 and vote instantly in Newsmax's poll. Plus, watch Newsmax TV with great shows, including Dick Morris, Rudy Giuliani, Michelle Malkin, Diamond and Silk, Mike Huckabee, Greg Kelly, Sean Spicer, and more. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. Check your guide or tell your cable operator you want Newsmax like everyone else. Watch Newsmax TV today and vote in their big poll on Trump. Text NORTH to 39747 and let your voice be heard. Both the Nashville Metropolitan Police Department and the FBI were warned in August of 2019 that Nashville bomber Anthony Warner was building bombs in the RV he kept at his home. No motive has yet been determined for the Nashville bombing, which left Warner dead and three bystanders injured. Computer developers are trying to come up with a digital health certificate accepted worldwide that can verify whether you've been tested for COVID-19 or vaccinated. Please have your common pass app open on your device. That's what you might hear soon at your airport terminal. Paul Meyer is the CEO of Commons Project. He adds that his company has developed a digital platform called Common Pass. We expect that many other institutions and communities will also put in place requirements for not just negative testing, but also for vaccines and vaccinations. That audio courtesy of CNBC. You're listening to USA Radio News. Get ready for the best therapy of your life. Axe Monkeys brings you their newest creation, the Rage Room. Bring your own items to destroy or let the Rage Room provide it for you. All safety gear is included, so you just need to show up and rage. Come experience Las Vegas' first ever Smash Therapy Room. Come rage your troubles away seven days a week, just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. Find out more online at axemonkeys.com. That's axemonkeys.com. Come smash your troubles away at the Rage Room. There's a new kind of therapy in town, and it's called Soda Therapy. Soda Therapy is all about gourmet drinks and delicious treats like movie theater popcorn and huge locally baked cookies. The options are endless. Soda Therapy is located on the corner of Cimarron and Warm Springs. Oh, and I almost forgot to tell you, you don't even have to get out of your car with their VIP curbside service. Follow them on social media for all the best deals and visit them Monday through Saturday in person or online at sodatherapy.com. 
At the Bagel Cafe, the recipe is simple, good food, and generous portions. Family-owned and operated since 1996, the Bagel Cafe is a unique restaurant where you can get anything your appetite desires. From a bagel and a schmear to piled high corned beef on homemade rye, fresh fruit platters and salads, or creamy New York cheesecake. Check them out at thebagelcafelv.com. The Bagel Cafe, where there's something delicious for everyone. The Retreat on Charleston Peak is an elegant rustic lodge elevated 6,700 feet in Kyle Canyon. The Retreat is a local's getaway featuring cozy hardwood floor rooms, a pet-friendly facility, and beautiful scenery surrounding the entire resort. Don't forget to grab a bite at the Canyon Restaurant, now serving dine-in, takeout, or curbside pickup. The Retreat on Charleston Peak is also perfect for weddings, banquets, and corporate events. Make your reservation today at RetreatOnCharlestonPeak.com. That's RetreatOnCharlestonPeak.com. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. Folks, here we go. It's another edition of Sports Insider Radio. Check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas. And I'm flying solo in studio. 
And we got one big, happy, hot stove slash conference call today. David Miller's here in Vegas, but he joins us by phone. And the Beast of the East, we got John and Mike. And Mike, apparently, with his golf game, wanted to go in the pond and hit one out of the water. He's so dedicated. All right, we're ready. We're back. Happy New Year, fellas. How are we doing, everybody? Here we go. Happy New Year. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, Any big plans? Mike's just upset because it's too cold to play golf. It's called a tur- oh, it's no. called a turtleneck, a snow hat, and uh, I cycle in eighteen degree weather. There's no excuse. There's no, if, right. as long as the grass is green and the beer is cold, you can golf. <laughs> well, That's two true. things: one, the grass is not that green, and two, I don't drink beer. So, and I'm extremely <laughs> stiff when it's twenty degrees out. I just can't get loose. I get angry. I throw things now. All summer, Brian, I didn't throw one club in the last month. I think I've thrown five. Yeah, no, no, that's bad. Stop that. <laughs> throwing clubs or playing in the cold? No, throwing clubs. I've got, I've gotten better at accepting that I'm just not that good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it serves no purpose. Why, why don't break your clubs? I, what'd you get for Christmas? What, what golf goodies did you get for Christmas? I got a little pullover. I get. Well, see, people know that I pretty much have everything. Because I went absolutely insane during the summer and got all new gear, all new clubs, the best of the best, obviously. And so they just got they got me uh, basically a gift certificate to they they have these uh, courses here. It's like Baltimore's top five, so you could use them anywhere. So I have a gift certificate to play for, pay for a round or two, so or use it at the golf shop. See what we got to do? No, we got to get uh, get David to take up golf. And then you can come out here, and you guys could have a high stakes game. I'll be out. There. I don't know. It would take me a minute to catch up. He's already put in thousands of hours in the last few months. Yeah, but the, he can give you strokes. We'll hand like that. Thousands of thousands of dollars and thousands of hours. That's correct. <laughs> more you, dollars or more hours? John, how'd you, how'd, hour a dollar. John, uh, John, how'd your son? I have, have to figure that one out. I'm not really sure. John, how'd your son make out for Christmas? Well, let's forget about the Christmas thing for a second. How about how did he make out when the Raiders blew the game? He almost broke the TV. <laughs> I, All of a sudden, he was a Raiders fan because of the Ravens. And he, he texts me. He's at his mom's, and he texts me. You know, remember, it's here it's like almost midnight. And uh, he goes, can you believe that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, that was the last thing the Ravens wanted. To see. Ravens, Colts, Browns, no, oh, nobody man. wanted to see that. So yeah, but uh, we, we got what we wanted on Sunday, though. Yeah, but be careful of what you got this week. Well, look, you know, anything can happen. It's any uh, given Sunday. Uh, the the Bengals have been playing extremely well the last two weeks. Watch, but watch, again, watch this, David. David, watch this. All I know is, all I know is, could it happen again? Cincinnati, last Sunday no, of the year. Dalton's not there da- anymore. Uh, Dalton, Taj, the red Taj, rifle is gone. Taj Boyd, <laughs> fourth down. Could hey the Bengals are playing good that that I don't think that game's a walkover for the Ravens I think they win but uh, I don't think it's a not, walkover. It will not be a walkover by any means. I mean, look, every game in the NFL is tough, no matter what team you play. All these teams that you would expect to roll over, like the Jets, and you know, supposedly just want that number one overall pick with Lawrence. Obviously, you've seen the last two weeks that the Jets, obviously as a team, no matter who's playing. They want to win. 
even if it's all their fans are saying, don't win because we want that number one pick, doesn't seem to matter. They still go out there and they play a Browns team with no wide receivers and they get the job done. Well, it's week 17, kids. I, David, how do you approach week 17? There are so many unknowns. I, I honestly believe that this is a week that if you sit back and you're watching these games, and I, you know, I, I know that's not necessarily the way you like to do it, but if you're watching these games where they'll have algorithms or whatever and say this is what a second-half number should be, but if you yeah, sit right, there, right, right. but if you sit there and you look, and uh, if Green Bay's up seventeen on the Bears, why why Seattle putting Russell Wilson out there in the second half? There are going to be think, all, think, all kinds of opportunities this week, you know, based on situational opportunities. Yeah, it's all situational, but I kind of feel even though they do just kind of go off of a, a, a number, they do put more thought into it than than they previously had. But my strategy this week is all the perceived teams that are either tanking or have nothing to play for, et cetera. I think backing all of those teams against the moves is the way I approach it. So for example, team A has to win or they're not going to get in or, 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 and then team B and no reason to try. I think people will overplay this and the other teams trying to Oh, that's like saying spoiler, Arizona you know that. had a win. That's like saying Arizona had a win. Big deal. They had a win. <laughs> so what? Well, yeah. the other teams want to play spoiler, and I feel they get just as much up for the game. So, whenever, whenever, no, whenever you see those I, big, moves. I think you're right. I mean, like, like I would say, I would look at the Minnesota Detroit game and the char. Excuse me, the Raiders and Denver. Got to check the weather forecast in Denver. But to me, when both teams are out of it, you know, I don't care what they say. It's a human nature thing. You know, you're. The clock's ticking down, and, and you're on a plane to Cancun or the off season or golf or whatever it is you do. I think tackling's terrible, and they tend to be less intense in higher scoring games. But I, I think your your spot is is uh, well made, David. I would look at a Cincinnati in a game like this. Uh, I mean, they'll do fake punts. They'll do you know they'll do things. They wouldn't necessarily do, and they they have no pressure. The pressure's on a Baltimore. Uh, you look at uh, well, well, this is a standard spot. You're fading a move, right? Uh, they have nothing to play for. Divisional game, double yeah. digit home dog. You you have like every fundamental going for you in that game. You're going to be able to uh, price shop in in you know uh, Vegas places like that and and get the extra. You have everything going for you in that game. With the fundamentals we look at, definitely a good spot. Well, that'll it, be our play. And honestly, maybe yeah, that's our play, everyone. And <laughs> but maybe the say the the saver play is Cincinnati in the first half. I mean, because they sit there and go, hey, they're showing up, they care, and you're catching a touchdown at least in the first half. But Baltimore, you know, with that sense of urgency, could could step on them and pull away, and, and then Cincinnati says, okay, it's over, and they pack it in. But it's week 17, guys. It's just, you know, it's a nightmare for the odds makers. It, it can be a nightmare, a nightmare for the uh, handicappers. What's yeah, the deal? Like so, you said, you can, you, can think, you can think, especially in-game and, and things like that, if, you, if you're just really in the zone with, with these situational reads, there's definitely good spots, like you said. But – but I think they kind of factor in most of it, but you can still kind of pick up on things. Uh, they, 
they're going to start letting up here up by 17, kind of give the Bengals this, this back door. It's all about the back door, too. Come on, guys. We love that back door. But, yeah, that's definitely a good spot, though, that Bengals one. So we didn't even need to talk about our free pick. It just kind of came out naturally. But I don't think Mike's. You know? in, I don't think Mike's going to be in agreement with you. But that can be your free pick because you know oh, Mike's going to be. Like, will be. Mike. Mike. I bet you he is. Mike can win the game. They, they don't have to win by fourteen. <laughs> Mike, what do you think about that game? I bet you he's in agreement. No, I'm absolutely in agreement. Thirteen points yeah. at home with a team that's extremely hot. Uh, Getting that type of value, I mean, it could, for all we know, it could possibly even get to 14. Um, As a fan for the Ravens, you know, obviously I want them to win, but I don't expect them blowing them out on the road. So, by any means, 13 is a huge number, especially when this team wants to play spoiler, and they've played extremely well with the new quarterback the last two weeks. So... Do you guys want some numbers? I did some homework for you guys oh, this week. David. Is this the 2020 recap? Is this the season, the year well, this is, year-end recap? So, you know, he just said team playing at home. The, the Right now, forget about the point spread in the NFL. If you've played every home team, you straight up on the money line, even if they were ridiculous money lines, just for the purpose of statistics. You are 120 and 119 and 1. I'm going to repeat that. 120 home teams have won. 119 road teams have won. One team ended it in tie. One game ended in a tie. So because that's, mon- that's, absence, that's money line. No, that's just money line. But the point is this <laughs> most fanless stadiums. So the point is there's been no edge to home teams because it's on just and a straight up win, it's 50%, right? Yep. Now, on the spread, we always say this, Brian, for a decade now of doing the radio. It's about 51% at the end of the season. Well, right now, against the spread, dogs are 133 and 107. 55%, that means the favorites, are 107 and 133 on the closing number. So if you're a chalk eater and you like to bet favors, you are 44.6% for the season. I am – it'll be interesting to see how closer that number gets to 50% or it just ends the year a dog year. But I'm I'm just trying to think, okay, with all the the juice and all that stuff. But one more time, what did you say that the home team's money line, just the winner, was 120 and 119? And one, correct. So if you just bet, how much money? Every dog. If you to bet the money line on every, on every road dog this year in every game, how much would you be up? A lot. Wow. As as Dave as David Miller would say, congratulations, all money line winners. So yes, you would be making a lot of money <laughs> now. Again, obviously, it's too late in the strategy now. Against the spread, here's the most compelling thing that I've seen. So, 133 underdogs have covered 133 to 107, right? So that's 26 games up over 500. If you bet every dog in the NBA at the closing number, so majority of that money is away dogs. Away dogs are 80 and 64, and home dogs are 53 and 43. So you've actually made more money covering the away dogs 
than the home dogs. There's a 10-game margin on the home dogs. There's a 24-game margin on the away dogs. Either way, the question I propose to both of you guys is, it's a heavy dog season. We talked about it early in the year. Um, obviously, it plays into stuff that Dave does, which is get the best closing number. Um, but do you think it's more because of COVID and the lack of fans? Because usually it's about 50%. You're not at the almost 60, 50, over 55%, which you are now, 55.4%. A good question, uh, Brian. You Do you have any input on that? No, I, 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 I think um... – I'm just I'm trying to wrap my head around the 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 money line aspect. Of, oh yeah, I mean of, they, they, of what the right. dogs. I mean, I mean, that would it should be astronomical. I mean, I mean in addition, right? You had a 17 and a half point dog win. You had a 14. Well, uh, we already know the Jet Cincinnati parlay money line a thousand paid eighty seven thousand. All right, so yeah. if, you, if you if so we and I, I don't know if Dave, did you have that? But that that's a one off. Had a lot on the Jets. I had a lot on the Jets, like a lot. But, but not I like on the how you said line, it's right? a doggy dog world. Yeah, well, I had some in-game money line, yes. Got it. At one um, point, I even laid minus 186 on them. And I said, I'm, I'm laying 186 on the Jets. Oh, man. <laughs> now, now, now um, Brian, totals, um, <laughs> all games in the NFL, 116 overs on the closing number. 121 unders on the closing number, 51.1% to the unders, basically dead even, five-game margin over under. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm more used to with the point spreads at the end of the season. Um, you know, again, it's it'll be interesting to see how it plays out with the NBA, obviously not being in the bubble. Um, the NBA has – I'm looking at the league trends. Let me see here. Um I don't think the Wizards are going to be winning any championships anytime soon. But right now, in the NBA, dogs are 29 and 25 on the closing number. So if you bet every underdog in the NBA very short into the season, you have a four-game edge. And totals are 25 and 29 to the under, Brian, to the under. So 25 games have gone over on the closing number. And 29 games have gone under, so you have in the sides and totals in the NBA the same four to five game margin. Basically, toss a coin. And for the listeners out there, this is where I go back to just betting all favorites, betting all dogs. Doesn't matter. I just got the Don Be Don Best alert. I'm sure you guys got it on your screen. Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes yeah. is out versus the Chargers. I just got it right now. Yeah, you, you're looking at the screen like me, right? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah they, they said they, they said Mahomes. Who else? He said he said Mahomes. Well, I think that was Mahomes, somewhat. That, was that, that was somewhat a, factored in or no? No. Oh no no it, 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 he he said last week Mahomes. He, I mean basically it's confirmed. But Reed said uh -huh. Mahomes uh, and Hill, and then the you know we'll see what they do with Kelsey because Kelsey's in the hunt to lead the league in receiving yards. But Mahomes and Hill aren't going to play in this game. Now, let me ask you something, David, since you're looking at the screen and I'm looking at the screen. When Weber State goes into a COVID cancellation, how much has that been affecting you with these COVID pop-up alerts that we're getting on the DB screen all day long now? Well, specifically Weber State or just or just, to the, just any, the fact that any game can be canceled at I any know. time? I know. I was joking. Well, no, I, I didn't like it during college football, but um it, it's yeah i just chalk it up to a push and, and move on but no some of those most of the time in college football i would have my money in good so anytime i would see a, a major 
game canceled, it, I wouldn't like it. It would usually hurt me. You know, I would lay 10 or something. It'd be 13 and a half to cancel it. Like, ugh. Ah, oh, right, so any, right. So you're in not, theory, right. anytime your bets – well, in theory, anytime your bets have an edge and you get your money in good, you don't want anything canceled. So, so obviously, the, I don't like so it. So let me ask you, Brian or Dave can chime in on this. A client wanted to argue with me about the merits of a push being a win. So he had the total at 47 on Monday night. And he said to me, he had the, he had whatever it was over under. He's like, man, I'm just glad I got, obviously it was the under. I'm glad I got away with a push. You won. And I go, no, you got the worst number. It was 47 and a half. You actually didn't win. You pushed. He goes, well, if I didn't lose, it's winning. David, what would you say to that client that says, if I didn't win, if I didn't lose, it's winning. You would say you didn't get your money in good. That's really losing, right? Well, he's just got an overall negative attitude about the business. I mean, whenever you're celebrating pushes, that means you, you're you used to losing, in my opinion. That's what you're saying out loud. Like, I'm used, right? John, I don't know. That's I mean, I'm, I John, I'm glad that you said this on the radio because I never really thought of it that way. John, what have I said to you since the day I met you? It's on, said a lot it's, of things. It's a, Go ahead. Well, it's about this topic. Uh, it's about not what you bet, when you bet. Yeah. Uh, it's every bit as important as, as who you bet is when you bet it. But but over my the course of time, right? Well, we know that. But I'm talking about the psychology of being happy. Like, get the text right at the end of the game. Woof! So glad what I pushed his, on that game. What was his bet again? What what bet did he have? The obvious, the bet? He had the under 47. It looked like it was a dead over. He didn't have 47 and a half. Okay, which well, was the well earlier that's, number. that's a that's like let's say it's on 47 and and it, there's still 12 minutes left. And well, there and was. Then you're relieved. They're basically. A, uh, basically, it was. Yeah. Basically, right. then you're then you're just you're relieved at that point. But I, I just if you just are constantly feeling good about pushes, that's definitely a sign of weakness, you know. But 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 the situation sounds like I would look at it and go, oh, glad I pushed there. But you're you're more focused on the fact that he could have had forty seven and a half, and he, he that part just went in and out of his mind. He Correct. didn't care. Like you said that, and you and you said nothing to him. Right. Yeah, he should have shopped around, got to 47 and a half. And the miracle push became a miracle win, absolutely. This just adds to your win rate in the long run. I mean, it, these every half point, every minus show five or even money instead of one, it just adds to your overall win rate. Or if you're losing, I mean, you lose less. But absolutely, he should have. He His second comment should have been, yeah, I, I, I made a mistake. I didn't have the 47 and a half. But even if he lost right. the bet and it flew way over, he should have been down on himself for not having 47 and a half. So. Got it. Well, you real, yeah. real quick, I'm going to give you the last group of numbers, guys. Midway into the college basketball season, four, excuse me, 512 dogs have covered the closing number. 490 oh, oh. favorites have covered the closing numbers. For those middlers that bet the open and the close, 25 games have pushed on the closing number to making the dogs have a 51.1% edge. Now, flip that to the money line. The money line teams straight up, favorites versus dogs, and this goes to show you this, the great equalizer, 963 favorites have won the game outright. 339 dogs have won the game outright. The money line favorite in college basketball is 74%. That's actually a high number. It's usually running more around 60, 
Um, so it'll be interesting to see if you get more dogs not only covering because they're covering 51% if you get more of those money line dogs because it's kind of the reverse of what we were talking about on the 120 and the 119 in the NFL. The dogs are covering, but they are definitely not winning two. Out of every four game, every four dogs cover, one is winning outright, three are losing and covering. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, to me, I just, I don't know. I I hear it all, but, and I, I do believe it's a doggy dog world. I'm stuck on that now. Now you got, now you said my new favorite comment that you made. Uh, well, I'm telling you. The, the between the lines stuff, guys. Uh, that that's the thing to me when you find these opportunities, and uh, okay, just uh, I'll do it on the Bills. It's been three weeks in a row where Stefan Diggs has been an absolute gift uh, with a with a player prop on him to go over the total in his yardage, and it was never even it was even they even inflated the number this week and it was even w- still way too low because he's vying for. Uh, the, the lead in reception, and I know the limits are, are lower on these things, but there's opportunities like that. The Bills have covered, I believe it is now uh, 10 weeks in a row in the first half. Absolutely play the Bills in the first half this week against Miami. Because if, if they, even if they take these guys out, Buffalo starts fast. But the, the Monday night game, that had nothing to do with – normally the, the, the standard talk would be, Oh, the Bills won the division. They came home, and there were 10,000 people at the airport. This is a letdown spot. And But if you knew anything, I mean, the Bills, after 25 years of this crap, they're sitting there going, you know what? Even though the decision, the division was decided, we wanted them to know that we'd have stuck a fork in them anyway. So they exercised all the demons on Monday night, and they're sitting on being the Patriots within that division for the next five years. But what nobody knows is Buffalo's biggest rival is Miami. And believe me, they would love to be the ones that deny Miami the chance to get in. So I don't think the Bills are rolling over in this game in any way, shape, or form. Great. I traded Stefan Diggs on my fantasy team four weeks ago, Brian. Yeah, I I hope you got uh, Mahomes and uh, what did you get back? What do you mean? That was my, that was my son's Christmas jersey, and you traded the guy. Yeah. I, I know. So you asked me, Brian. That was his Christmas jersey. Was he got the Diggs jersey? A Buffalo jersey? Yeah, man. He loves Diggs. Yeah. Wow. What yeah. did you get back well, for Stefan Diggs in your fantasy? Well, at the time, well, first to to preface that statement, my starting three wide receivers that I started every week were Tyreek Hill, DK Metcalf, and oh, there you go, Hopkins and Hopkins. So. He just he was drafted. He was never playing on my team. I got back Aaron Jones for him, which you know back and forth. I needed a running back, That's and right. I had to get rid of a receiver. So, but looking back, had I kept him, I probably would have won in the championship game, which I lost last week. Got second place, but you know what? You know it's fantasy. When you get to the playoffs, it's so much luck that you know a person like AJ Dillon could outperform oh, oh, Aaron Jones. Oh, by the way. How good did that kid look? Well, he just, I think he, it was just a perfect scenario for him. It was snowing. He's a bigger back. Yeah. And he had the hot hand. And, you know, he's, that's what they really wanted to do, ground and pound, even though they were just as prolific in the air as well. But once they saw him running and he was just being a younger, less 
intimidating at the time, Derrick Henry, um, he still played incredible. And I, I could see him being the, the running back of the future for that team. Well, the, the one thing I think is pretty apparent, and you only have the one bye, and I, in with no fans, I don't think it's as big a deal like – you know, going on the road and being able to win a playoff game this year is a lot different than going in front of 80,000 lunatics. But I would say this. If there's a team that home field advantage really means something to, it's Green Bay because they just look like night and day. They tower over people and are so comfortable playing in those conditions. And also Aaron Rodgers having statistically his best season ever. And probably going to win the MVP. Over right? Mahomes, no, no, but so. I mean, but right, yeah, but Rogers, Rogers could go to New Orleans, and he mm-hmm. could win a, a, a he could win a shootout with Drew Brees. But if New Orleans has got to go play up in the snow in those conditions, I got news for you that should be worth, you know, four to six points. Yeah, it's tough to put a yeah. number on that, an exact number, but it's it's really tough to play there. So. You're right. It's got to be something like that. Well, their footing. I mean, if you watch them, I mean, they, they were running around like it was a sunny day. Tennessee was like they were on a, on a hockey rink. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm laughing because, so, yeah. I wanted to ask Dave a question. And, again, this is with all respect. We know you are a winner and you win, and it doesn't matter about individual games losing. Hey, Dave, wait, but before, before you finish, Dave, I just want you to know, when anybody ever uses the preface with all due respect, well, no, because I don't want so, him. Something, something's to... coming at you, Dave. I'm just giving no, you no, the no. heads up. I'm, I get a lot of emails, ask Dave this, ask Dave that on the radio. <laughs> so are you picking fundamental spots, for instance, when you're taking the Patriots? Is that a just spot because the line is over seven, or is it? Or is there another reason? That's you know, obviously these guys. Oh, you're Monday bringing morning, up quarter... the daily loser that I. You're bringing up the weekly loser that I had. That's why you said that. I was like, but no, no, oh, I'm asking not... from a when the guy says, "Man, Buffalo is so easy." What? What did it? And I go, "It's a fundamental spot." But I don't want to speak for you. I want you to speak for you. It is that is a fundamental. Obviously, it's a doggy dog world. Dogs are winning in, <laughs> by the by twenty four to the margin greater in the NFL. Is it just? Too many points, you got to take the plus seven and a half. End of story. Yeah. Yeah, I don't regret that bet at all. Like, there's some bets that you regret, not that one. I don't regret that one at all. It's a big number. Right. Yeah, no home dogs. If I lose those in those kind of spots, so be it. And then, yeah, they kept it on the gas. A lot of years of losing. I get it. But, and I knew that going into it. I said, okay, if they have the lead, of course they can. There, there's just a lot of years of losing, and this could be a, a blowout, but. Could have also went the other way. Now, and then, like you I always could... say, if it's that easy, but, no, you know. I, the, exactly. The, the funny thing is, though, with, with with a team like New England, I know what I bet you. We said this on this show ten weeks ago, and it's worked. Is if New England's ahead at the half, you you play them in the second half. If they're down, you fade them because Newton could not bring them from behind. Uh, but you know, if they're if they're if they've got the lead and they can run the ball, that means their defense is playing well. Uh, New England was like it was like stay to me. It was like you stay away from New England, but at halftime you jump in because that's their mo, and it, it's like it, it repeated itself all year long. But that, and those are the things right. you spot during the course of a season. That's all you try to you try to find those things and hope you're right, and then 
you know, maybe you go seven and two or something the rest of the way. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, also, you that. haven't lost. A, you haven't lost a bowl game. So for everybody listening, I was talking about the one loser. I think you're undefeated in the bowls. But now let let's let's Who, talk me? about. Yeah, I think you're undefeated from what I saw. Unless I mean, there's games playing today, obviously. Um, let me ask you this question: wow. this this Pittsburgh <laughs> game. You don't even know the games you're betting. You just bet them on. You don't. No, I know, I know, I know. I I was doing. I felt like I was doing really good, and then last night. I had yeah, really good. You didn't lose a bowl game, but yeah. But here, here's the thing: this this uh, Pittsburgh Steeler game. People are emailing me. Ask Dave about this game. Ask Dave about this game. Why is Cleveland go to three from three and a half to ten and a half? Just because Pittsburgh and, and, doesn't care. And, let's see here. Um, well, they're not playing Roethlisberger, and you don't know what's playing everything. You don't know what starters are going to rest. But I think that number's stupid. Yeah, that is yeah, no, that number is, definitely... is stupid because, listen, all the pressures on Cleveland. Yeah, this is a great and, spot. And Mason Rudolph me? is not, you know, he's not the second coming of anything, but he played and got a lot of experience last year and had his moments. He can play. Uh, I the pressures on Cleveland, and I think if say Snell's the running back, say they go with Snell and they rest Connor. I, I listen. I'll, I'll throw one at you. This is about um, I, how many years ago now? I couldn't even tell you. But the one year when uh, you know the Bills finally make the playoffs now after all these years, uh, or win the division, they had a team the one year when Drew Bledsoe played for them, and Bledsoe threw for like four thousand yards, had this great season, and in Week 16, all they had to do was win to get in at home, playing the Steelers, who played their backup. Neil O'Donnell was the backup, and Pittsburgh killed them. The the Bills needed the win to get in. Pittsburgh rested guys, and Pittsburgh killed them. I think the same thing happens this week. I think Pittsburgh, that game goes right down to the wire. No, this is a standard spot, too. I know John, he doesn't like when I give multiple picks, which I understand. No, I already, but, knew, I already, I already knew you were going to bet Pittsburgh. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I was trying to act like, oh, but. Yeah, I mean, do you just for the first time want to have two consensus plays? It's pretty. It's pretty obvious, though, what everybody's thinking there. That that's. I mean, I, that's a great money game. lines. To me, that's a great money line spot. I could see Pittsburgh winning the game outright, getting ten. Like, if you're going to take a money line shot, you got a team that's like rocking. Come on, I mean, you don't. Right. I I would be shocked if Pittsburgh covered and didn't win the game. Let me put it that way. Here. After what I well, saw them just, do, to... it, it, it's just it's just a really high number in a in a in a clear panic spot. Um, Mason Rudolph, it, it's just a, it's a panic spot where you're just we where most people don't don't want to get involved with Pittsburgh and and they feel okay, Cle- this Cleveland's got this one, but the number's just too high. All these a lot well, of these numbers that. are too high. And also Pittsburgh would be in line; they would be. Enamored, word of the day, to take the Browns out of a say playoff it one more spot. time. Can you say it one more time? Enamored. Enamored. Thank you. <laughs> okay. If they well, take well them done. out. And the, the, Brown, the Browns had a lot clear line to get in. They lost a game last week. Now they're fighting for their lives because if they don't win, they're probably not going to get in the playoffs. Here, let me give you the. Okay. I'll give you. You want? You tell me. You you always say standard spot. If this thing ever got to seven, <laughs> all right. But let me tell you something. All right. Oh, I know what he's gonna say. No, you don't. 
Go ahead. Packers, what do you? Go ahead. Well, go ahead. Packers. Packers. It's in the right division, wrong game. The, okay. I'm the Minnesota and Detroit. The meaningless game, right, where they're both out of it. Zimmer is sitting here talking about it's the worst defense he's ever had. It is what it is, and there's nothing he can do about it. If Stafford plays, if Stafford plays and this game gets to seven, Detroit got killed, Denver. and every, everybody saw Tampa kill them. But but everybody's forgetting the coach, Bevel, who they were playing hard for, and this guy's coaching, trying to win the job. Their coach did not coach the game. He had COVID. So now Minnesota's coming back, playing. Their defense is horrible. He can't stop anybody. They got killed. Detroit got killed, but their coach wasn't there last week. I'm telling you, it, 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 why, I, think, well, I think Detroit, here, well, Detroit know, is not, a play. Well, not, well let me, let me not, say this. Let me say this. Uh, David and myself are looking at the same computer right now. Obviously, the game is highlighted in red. It's not going at seven. Dalvin Cook's out. And, and Stafford's out and Cook's out, both on, on the DB screen. And you're looking at the same thing, Dave, right? It's lit so up Stafford red. is definitely out. Yeah. Well, they, no. they just took Dalvin Cook no, out. No, he's questionable, but Cook no, just he's came quite... out. Oh, I'm he's going... out because of the, his, his dad just passed, so he's out for this week. I like, listen, I like Detroit. If Stafford, yeah, if Stafford played and Cook played, I like Detroit because their coach is back. So now you're telling me <laughs> that you're going to be going against Minnesota without Dalvin Cook? You better forget it. You're right. It ain't going to get to seven. Bet that now because that thing's going to come down to five. No, you can you yeah, can get a a You can get seven. No, you can get seven right now at a, at a, uh, two places there. Okay. All right. But it, I don't think it's going to last. <laughs> no, it's a, that's another standard spot. I don't know if you guys make fun of me. or but No. Standard spots. No. Standard spots. That makes sense. That's definitely a good spot. We don't make but, we don't make fun of you because of that. There are a lot of other things we do. Oh, when the when the when I'm not there, you guys <laughs> like to make fun of my golf game. Well, then I need to get better. I need to invest thousands of dollars and thousands of hours to to learn to get my golf game up. <laughs> hey, that they, hey, listen, guys. There's something to shoot for. Let's get our world back to normal, okay? Uh, Mike, David will get you out there. I'll go, and then you know. John can ride around on the bike path between holes or something, but we'll let's get a summer golf game uh, when we're, where world gets back to normal. See, all the people I play golf with, their theory is you have to drink when you play golf. Oh yeah, you can't play. Yeah, yeah. Swing, so, swing well, how am I going to get any good drunk? You know. Well, so well, that's why Mike. Out. That's why Mike. That's why Mike's so good. Some people. He... Some people play better. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, when you get to be my age, I mean that's called swing oil. You you need a couple of cocktails just to to loosen up. <laughs> swing oil, <laughs> you're funny. So yeah, all right. Well, I'm I'm feeling so, good about our our two picks this week. I hope. Well, let me I hope you, uh, people are listening right now, getting that value. <laughs> well, I you know again regarding value and spots with uh, these these fundamentals, you know to clear it up for the listeners. That just means there's there's certain rules when it comes to betting that have nothing right. to do with traditional handicapping. It's robotic in nature. If you're going to get plus well, seven well, and a half. Well, it, well, no, it's 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 that side or pass, basically. That's what I'm trying to say. Based on it could be the point spread could be too high. The fundamentals could be lined up on one side. 
the 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 public skew is there. So so a lot of times it's a process of elimination when you're looking at it. You know, it's it's well, that side or pass. So let me ask you this, Brian. You know, we always say throw out the last game you watched. All of a sudden, Dallas like went from thing. being one and seventeen against the spread in a two year period to now five and ten this season. Now every time they've been a favorite, they've basically covered and won. I think this is the fundamental spot where you take the Giants. They're making Dallas three on the road because they rolled at Philly last week. And from a from a sharp side of it, the coin, wouldn't the spot be the Giants because of America's team now getting piled in on uh, after they've won and covered some games? Mm-hmm. Yes, and 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 there's the the, the reason another main reason why. Uh, the world spinning backwards. It would be the 30th anniversary. Uh, the Giants beat the Cowboys. Uh, the Eagles beat the Redskins. The Giants win the NFC East. The Giants. Wow. The Giants go get on a tootsie roll, win the NFC. The Bills win the AFC. The Bills and Giants play in the Super Bowl again in Tampa Bay on the 30-year anniversary of Wide Right. The Encyclopedia of Brian Blessing. There you go. Wow. Did you know all that, Dave? Wow. There you go. Definitely not factored into what I was looking at, but maybe I should factor it in. And and, well, the Bills were nine. The Bills were nine and a half point favorites in that Super Bowl and lost. They'd be fourteen point favorites in this Super Bowl and lose. There you go. Wow, my head's spinning. (laughs) But let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Mr. Miller, since you're a. a fan, but you like the dog. It's a doggy dog world. Would you lay Snoop six said it in Seattle the 90s. It's at doggy dog world? Would you like, Would you lay uh, six on the road with your team? Absolutely not. No. Would you lay six on the road with them? I mean, it's just. It, it, are you betting on on San? Are you betting? A, you know, the issue is: is it a fundamental spot or we've San already given, We've already given out too many plays. Let, let me too t- many plays. Let me let me tell you why that's a horrible game. That is a game to, I think, stay away from. If, and and the NFL does a good job of this. Seattle's playing San Francisco, and okay, it's a good game. It's a competitive game, and they go to the locker room at halftime. And they get word that Chicago's up 17 on, or Green Bay's up 17. Green Bay's up 17 on Chicago. Why would you even put Russell Wilson back out there in the second half? Those Green are Bay's the, been up a lot by 17 this year. But, but I'm just saying, th- th- those are games you're throwing. You're throwing a, an intangible in there that is possible mm-hmm. to happen when you're there right. are other games where. Well, I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson's playing. It's a sixty-minute football game. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I like Seattle over San Francisco, but if if Seattle looks at the scoreboard and says, "Well, that's it. We can't be the one seed. Uh, get Wilson out of there. Get DK Metcalf right. out of there. We got nothing to play for." And you're sitting there and you bet Seattle, and they're up ten at the half, and all of a sudden they lose by fourteen because they took everybody out. Why? Why would you bet that game? Right. No, you're right. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that. You know, you you look to play first half. You yes, you're very careful in game, but you you know the sharp indicators factor all this stuff in to a very high level, so you can kind of keep piggyback off their work. But yeah, as far as as, as some theory that you have or, or something, yeah, yeah, these are these are the good spots. 
if you yeah, really think attention the way, and you know you have to know all the what ifs too. You have to know all that that stuff. So yeah, I love it. <clears throat> well, like with the in game live stuff, I have no no position, didn't do one thing on this early game, but when Wake Forest was up fourteen nothing, I just checked the live line just out of habit. They're not even giving you a good price on Wisconsin. It's like they expect Wisconsin to come back before they even tie it up 14-14, and now they're just ramp, rolling over Wake Forest. So just are you? do you look for spots like that, Dave, where you got this team that all of a sudden they're down 14 nothing in the hole? And, and I, again, I don't even know what you did. I didn't look at the game. I don't know if you were involved in it. I just saw that they were up 14 nothing in the first quarter, and they really weren't giving Wisconsin a fair live price. To come back on him. I, if you want, I I had Wisconsin in this game, and it's not over yet. But uh, they they had a quarterback who was coming off a concussion. They had a bunch of games that had been canceled, and I, I think even in an in game scenario that you're talking about, would you do it? I would have even said yes. I did do it more than normal because they were shaking off rust. Now Wisconsin's starting to find a little <laughs> bit of a groove because they've been off forever. And now they're now they're playing their game and they're destroying them. How about yeah, you, Dave? Okay. Not didn't really. I have the next game. I have a big play no, no, no. I'm, no, no. I was at, that's not the question I was asking. I was asking why do the sport the sports folks are smart. They assume the majority of the public is going to chase the favorite, so they don't really give you what the true odds would really well, be. Live betting and a half. It went from six and a half to ten and a half. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I guess that was the public, the sharp guys, not quite sure. But yeah, pretty big move. One of the bigger moves. In fact, I don't think a last night's uh, no. Texas, they went from Colorado. seven to ten on Texas. Well, then back down, I think. But, yeah, this right. is probably the biggest one so far on the side, right? Right. Yeah, so when I mean, I'm, what I'm saying is the, the, the lie, they weren't giving good – they weren't giving you, like, oh, like a good dog price on Wisconsin right. on the money line when they were down 14 nothing. It's like they still had a minus money. They knew – they didn't care that they were down 14 nothing. They weren't going to let you sneak in there on a live bet – and bet Wisconsin to win the game on the money line, being down 14 points. They weren't giving you this like plus 600 price you would normally get in a different situation. It's like they knew that if they did that, people would just start piling on Wisconsin. Well, a 10 point favorite down 14 nothing. Yeah, it's still they're going to barely. Well, at the beginning of the game, if they're just down 14 nothing right away, depending on who gets the ball, they're just going to still it'd probably still be a dog, but not by much. Yeah, plus right. 600, no way. Hey, I mean, if they're exactly. down 14 in the fourth quarter, then yeah. I, but like the Jets, the last few weeks, hey, let me just even throw, when they were up, they they still got basically the Jets really got in-game value the last couple weeks, and then some teams got it and and didn't didn't um, they blew the lead or whatever. But <clears throat> yeah, I don't know, I don't know, yeah, and wasn't really into this game. I'll tell, you, with you. I'll tell you what, I just throw this out there. I could I could rattle off 25 different things. I'll do a handful of them. But Christmas actually this year comes January 13th. And that's when the NHL season starts. And it's a 56-game season, and they're all playing oh, back. Oh, we call to, that Christmas? Oh, we call that Christmas oh, now? Hockey is the best sport to bet. The odds makers can only do so much. And... 
There are just so many opportunities, and it's a 56-game schedule instead of an 82-game schedule. Teams are now playing every game as a back-to-back against the same opponent. Coaches will be making adjustments they never make during the regular season. So what do you think about that, by the way? What Mike was talking about – go ahead. Go ahead. What do you think about the back-to-back? Does that hurt or help? That's what I'm trying to say is there there are so many opportunities that are going to be presented in this hockey season that you will never, ever, ever, ever see again. I mean, there are tried and true angles in hockey that have worked for decades. Uh, You know, the ceremony game, the the home team has a ceremony. They all both warm up. The visitors go in the locker room. They're chewing on nails, and the home team's out on the ice for the ceremony. You always bet the visitor in the first period for the game uh, because they're they're chomping at the bit, and these other guys are standing around watching a ceremony. Hockey's got about 20 different things that just work year after year after year after year. This year, you've got back-to-back games. Now you get a team that wins the first game. Oh, we'll play our backup. And the team that lost the first game was planning on playing the backup, but they lost. Now they're going to play their starter because in a shortened season, you can't afford to have a losing streak. Then you're going to have these travel protocols where these guys go to the rink into the hotel, rink in the hotel. These guys are going to get worn out on road trips. They're going to get road trips off the fast starts. This hockey season is going to be amazing. And it's a one-off. It's like the only opportunity in our lives, pray, right. hopefully, we're ever going to see this. And I swear there's only so many things certain teams are going to be able to do that it the, the opportunities are going to be plentiful. What did you just call it, a one-off? Yeah. I like it. Okay, I'm gonna, so, uh, no, Brian, are you, are you prognosticating early that there's going to be a, a lot more over games because of the 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 back to back, and then are you basically saying that you just don't even play the first game and you play for the split? No, 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 oh, no. I think I mean there'll be no. I mean there'll be all kinds of st- there'll be regular hockey things that are regular, but they're going to be new things that are going to be piled on top of the Sunday because of the schedule. There are teams that are going to end up playing, you know, uh, two games at home, go on the road and play the same team two more times. It's almost like a mini playoff series. Coaches are mm-hmm. going to be making in-game adjustments that they've never made before. In the middle of a third period, team may be down 3-4-1. They start making adjustments because they're working on what they're going to do against the same opponent the next night. You know, that's what they do in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen in the regular season. It's going to happen this regular season. It, it's, I get it. It's, I get they're where only, you're coming you're from. Only play, putting it into motion stuff. You're only playing teams in your division. So all of a sudden you're playing a team eight times. And it's 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 a the intensity level fighting is going to be back in hockey this year because these guys are going to be sitting there, you know, beating the hell out of each other one night. And instead of waiting three weeks to settle the score, they're going to come back the next night. They're going to drop the puck and there's going to be a fight. Uh, Fighting's going through the roof this year in the NHL. That's great. That's great. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, can't wait. <laughs> you know, the, thank God we got sports back. Oh, I mean, I'd say this, look, I say this to people all the time, you know, you know, for all the COVID cancellations, I am, I do not wish March 11th to July 26th on anyone again. I mean, trust me, don't get me wrong. You even know the dates. Nice. Oh, let me tell you, I was up at 5 a.m. Mike will tell you every morning checking Chinese and Korean baseball I mean, I was all over it. And a good look from an algorithmic point of view. We won. We made money. But, I mean, you know, it was weird. You go to, you make a bet, you go to sleep, and you wake up, and you 
look over and you grab your phone and you're in the like bottom of the ninth. <laughs> Did yeah, you ever funny. get into Korean baseball uh, in the KBO? I didn't. Dave? Yeah, Dave. No. Did you ever get in? No. no. I, my best friends are Korean. That's as close as I came to it. <laughs> oh man! Uh, <laughs> listen. So, what are you guys doing uh, for New Year's? Just, just settle in, stay home, watch some football. Yeah, I'm not doing anything this year. It's, you know, got got to stay safe. We're we're here. I feel like on the tail end of this thing, and uh, that was enjoy a boring watching answer. football. I know, Dave. I'm not as exciting as you. You're the world traveler. No matter if yeah. there's a pandemic or not, you will find Dave on an island this summer, guaranteed. <laughs> no, I'm here. I'm here in Colorado, so I'm gonna. Wait, I'm gonna. Are you a, are you a right skier? This, no, the sport's better. Uh, I'm right by this. <laughs> I'm right by this. <laughs> close. You were close. I'm gonna I'm gonna you make a shirt. Are you a skier? No, sports better. Oh, that's great. That that's good. That's close, great. So I mean, gee, I gotta give you credit for being close, man. It's funny. Now I got another one for you. Do you shred? Do you shred the board or did no? Dave said I shred the over. That's it. Okay. Shred the over. Okay. Let's do it. Make my get my shirts. Start making my shirts. Do you shred, and I'll wear them, bro? Right? That's what they say up there, right? Do you shred, bro? No, man. I just shred that over. I haven't got. I've been busy betting. I haven't gotten to know the locals yet. <laughs> All sports books look the same. It's like being inside a big box store, right? Once you're inside, you forget that you're not even in Vegas, right? Uh huh. Yeah. You're you right. know. And, and and you never flew, Brian, since the pandemic. You haven't gone to any of the other like legal sports books in other states because you've been staying put. You never even went back to Buffalo this no, year, right? You canceled the no, last minute. Honestly, I mean, what did you say? March fourteenth, March eleventh, March eleventh, July twenty sixth. That's uh, all. It's not like it burned into my brain. The only in, since March, um, I would say went out maybe twice. Like, uh, you know, once for a beer and wings or something, like a lunch thing, twice since March, uh, and then go to Sunset Station, do radio remotes, things of that nature. Uh, But other than that, it's come do the radio show and go home. I mean, that's what it's been. Got it. How's everything where you're sitting right now? Have uh, the friends we know, are they doing any better? Yes. Yes. Uh, Good to to hear that, yes, Uh, people that have – Unfortunately, gotten it have gotten better, so that's the yeah, that's the good news. But awesome, you know. And, and Dave, what about the, over there? Is that a uh, you, you, I, I see your IG stories. Everybody can follow you over at Vegas Ringers on Instagram. Same thing, mask. Same, you know, wear a mask everywhere, even in the. Sports They're really place strict about it. They're really strict about it here. I mean, there's no dining inside. It's it, it's very strict. Alcohol sales are cut off early. Uh, yeah, if you just walk through a lobby or something of a business, they like get on you and they, they're just like super aggressive. Oh, wear your mask. You know, they'll even yell at you. They're, they're very aggressive here about it. So, got it. Uh, hey, which, is, which is fine, though. I mean, not worried about it. All right. Well, this is our last show That's of right. 2020. Yes, it is. Thank God. Thank well, God for that. <laughs> well, I mean, not, yeah, I mean you, you know what I mean. We took that the wrong way. Sir. No, no, no. Thank, thank God we'll be doing the first show of 2021 next week. Dude. Hey, listen, for all the listeners out there, we did every show through March 11th to July 26th. 
all archived online. We had content. We're done. Okay. We're done. Hey, Happy we New did. Year, we fellas. Happy, Happy New, Year, New Year, and we'll do it again next week. Check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. It's the Vegas Board, Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The chief operating officer of Warp Speed is hailing the progress of the effort to get vaccines out across America. We 